Okay, so I'm thinking that today we'll be able to finish the second Torah. So, uh, and then next time we'll be able to start uh, Torah Gimel. Okay, so the kids are, again, what we've been seeing is, is that Rav Nachman in this, in this Torah has been, his uh, pile that the, that the Indian of Mashiach ben Yosef should be accomplished not through Mulchama, but we know Mashiach ben Yosef's um, you know, involvement in the process of Gula is one of getting rid of all the Shek in the world and realigning people with truth. And that can be done, it can be done in a, in a difficult way with, with me, this Hadin. Uh, but the Rabbi Nachman is being piled on this Torah that, that even that Mahalach of finding truth, of, of realigning oneself with, uh, with, the, with the life that a person is supposed to live, that itself is B'derech Rachim, that itself can be in a way of tefillah. This is connected, by the way, Again, usually when I introduce, like, we add new things. So, you know, there's Rabbi Nachman, all the way to the very end, in Lukut Maran, that's where he talks about, there's a bunch of pieces all, you know, grouped together over there, where he talks about his spite of this. And Rabbi Nachman, it's a chiddish. One of the places over there, he talks about the, an eitzah, about how to fix one's midas. So how do you fix one's midas? So you went to yeshiva, you went to Moser, and you work on yourself, and you break yourself until we have better midas. So Rabbi Nachman says in one of the, one of the pieces over there, that through a spider, a person can fix a midah. It's, it's, it's a whole tire over there that, that, you know, through a deep, again, through a, 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 an exercise of a spider's consistent and very strong, one can almost change oneself. That's also reflective of this type of tire that we're talking about, which is what? Which is Mashiach ben Yosef, which is fixing, realigning, correcting, you know, in this context, like Rabbi Nachman's example, fixing one's midas which can usually be done in Amidus Adin, in the way of Muhamma. Rabbi Nachman is in Megal, such an Indian, that it can happen in Amidus Arachamim in a way of Tefillah. Or another way to put it, which is similar to what we've been talking about, is that in something that Be'etzem is, is our responsibility to do, but, and which is, which is Mashiach ben Yosef, finding truth, that's our job, to fix our Neshamas and to fix our Amidus and so on, but to sort of hand it over to the Rabbani Shalom, and say, Rabbani Shalom, you do it for us. And that is called our Heshtadlis. Now, as the Chiddush over here is not, we're not, you know, sometimes Mashiach ben Yosef has to fight wars. He has to get rid of all the Shekhar in the world, the Shekhar of the person, realign the world, realign the person with truth. And that's our Heshtadlis, that's our job. And then, after that, we could enter in the time period of Mashiach ben David, which is just to bask in the glow and the glory of Hashem. But Kanzer Renachman says, no, 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 that you know how, one of the ways, you know one of the ways that you could do your Heshtadlis is by by giving it over to Hashem and by saying the Rebbeinu Shalom, you do it. That's not, you know, when the pasuk says, you know, Davin says, give your give your package over to Hashem, and you know, he'll take care of it. That's not relinquishing your responsibilities. That's called avoda. That's also part of. That's another way of ishtadlus, which is getting the Rebbeinu Shalom to do it. So by fixing what's this for in that example, this by this, or what we're talking about. Realigning the truth and bringing and and accomplishing that first stage of redemption, which is usually Muhammadic and Midas Hadin and getting rid of Shekhar and finding truth, but doing that it's not just that you're doing it in a nice way in a soft way called davening. You're you're making Hashem do it for you, but that's called doing it. That's called you doing it by getting Hashem to do it, and so that's what it means to daven. You know, again, Mashiach ben Yosef in a way of in a way of tefillah. I meant, you know, by the way, just this is really in parentheses. I mentioned this from the very, very beginning when we started this Torah that this is something very important by the Vilna Gaon. 
because Vilna Gain, he said to his students that he was a Bechina Meshech ben Yosef, and he said his whole life was just one long effort that Meshech ben Yosef shouldn't die. What does it mean Meshech ben Yosef dying? Anything that's man-made automatically is mortal. We're mortal, and our efforts are mortal. The only thing that's eternal as forever is God himself, right? <laughs> so if Mashiach ben Yosef is doing things on his own, then not only is he mortal, but everything he does is mortal. That's called the death of Mashiach ben Yosef. But if you get God to do it for you, then it's, then it's, then it's, then it's forever. So a person fixes one's midas or finds truth and does all these things. If you're doing it on your own, it's kavadik, it's amazing, but Mashiach ben Yosef dies. But if you get the Rabbanish to do it for you, and that's called your hashtadlis, you find your truth, you, you, you realign your neshama, you fix your neshama, you find, you know, you, you get yourself on the straight path of life, which is Mashiach ben Yosef, and you get rid of all the shekhar in your life. But you do that through davening, you do that through asking Hashem to do it for you, then, what, then what's being accomplished is by Hashem, and if it's by Hashem, it's forever. So it's very important for Mashiach ben Yosef not to die, and the way he doesn't die is by, is by having this inyan that what he's doing, really Hashem is doing it for him. So, why am I bringing up the Vilna Gaon right now? Samam and Shafter Meyer, one of the Chavar came over to me, by Shal Shudas, I spoke about Tefillin. Rashi, Nubin, Tam, other Tefillin. So, after the Avening, so one of the, I, you know, once Meyer is over, I have to get into the Sunday morning, like Moich, because I prepare these shirim. So, right after, after Meyer, uh, one of the Chavar came over to me and said something, it was about Tefillin, but it's about this also. He said that, that there's a, a tradition and Ravaran Kadlu used to say this over. There's a tradition from the Vilna Gaon. I mentioned by Shal Shudas that the Vilna Gaon held that uh, one should not be machmer to wear a Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin. Al Pidin, we passed in the Grashi, and that's it. And then I explained that Al Pisaid, the Vilna Gaon held that whatever Tefillin of Rabbeinu Tam mean, it's Nichlal and Rashi Tefillin. So when you wear Rashi Tefillin, it's like you're wearing Rashi Rabbeinu Tam anyway. So Al Pihalacha, you only wear Rashi, because that's what we hold like. And Al Pisaid, Whatever Rebbeinu Tam Tefillin mean, it's within Rashi Tefillin too. That was the Vilna Gaon Shita. So this, uh, one of the Chavar came over to me and said that this, there's a Shmuel from, from Varen quoted this from his Rebbeim and so on, that the Vilna Gaon before his Petira, before his Estalkos, the Vilna Gaon said that he's prepared, that, his, that you know, when he comes to Shemayim, he's going to have to say Shlok You know, he's going to have to, you know, say something. He's going to you know, you can ask him, uh, you know, what Sugi are learning, whatever. So he said he has prepared three days of, of, of Rayas, Against Rabbeinu Tam, that's it. and that's going to be his tire. His tire is going to be that you don't have to wear Rabbeinu Tam So uh, you know so that was the that was the thing. With that, he was installed. The, 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 now that's not just you know of all the shikluch tire wasn't just you know whatever tire the Vilna Gaon had to prove that you don't have to wear Rabbeinu Tam or the Rabbeinu Tam like we said is nichla within Rashi Tefillin. That's not just like the fanciest tire. So that's the one that he's going to pick to say in Gan Eden. And he said three days. So three days of riots against Rabbeinu Tam. It must be that that's like the Ikritikam. Rashi versus Rabbeinu Tam is everything we're talking about. Rashi Tzvillin, like I mentioned last night, is called, by, by the Riza, Rashi is called the Moichin of Bina. Rabbeinu Tam is called Chachma. What does Bina mean? Bina means Meshech Ben Yosef. Bina means Maven Dover Mitach Dover. means building something one from another. It means Yerush Tadlis. That's Rashi Tzvillin. What's Rabbeinu Tam? Rabbeinu Tam is called Chachma. Chachma means the Rabbanish So the Arizal says it, that the, the order of the order of the Parshias that we have in Tefillin, so it's four Parshias, Keneged Yudke Vavke. The four Parshias. So Rashi, the Parshias are in order, 
They're in the order of, of as it's written in Chomesh. That's Yud Kevavke. The orders of Rabbeinu Tam, the first two parshas are in the regular order. So that's Yud K. The last two parshas, the Shema Vahim Shemoya, are reversed. So whereas Rashi Tzvilin is Yud K Vav K, Rabbeinu Tam Tzvilin is Yud K K Vav. The last two letters are reversed. And said the Ariyah Kaddish, the remnants for Rabbeinu Tam Tzvilin is the Pasuk. It says in Pasuk, Al Yisal Chacham Bechachmasai, that the wise person shouldn't take his Chachmah too seriously. Al Yisal Giver Bechvurasai, the strong person shouldn't take his strength too seriously. Al Yisal Asher Ba'ashrai, the wealthy person shouldn't take his wealth too seriously. Rather, Bezayis Yisal Masal, with this, a person should take pride, Haskil Vedei in knowing and being connected to me. That's what the Pasuk says. So it said that Rizal, Bezayis Yisal Masal, with this, the person should take pride in being connected to Elokos, Yishalal Hamasalal Haskil Vedei is Rosh Hateva's Yud Kevav. And that's the secret of Benetam. So that Pasuk is highlighting the mile of Rabbeinatam over Rashi. That's what the, you know, Rabbeinatam Tzvil means Lafuki Rashi. So it means that Rashi Tzvilin, which is Mashiach ben Yosef, is what? Is a person's Chachma, is a person's Gvura, is a person's wealth. And I'm talking about even in Ruchnias. But comes Rabbeinatam Tzvil, Rabbeinatam says, but all of that, that's all you. What you want is the Rabbonish, the Rabbonishim should do it all. It should just be God. Haskel Vedei Aisi. So comes the Vilna Gain, who's Mashiach ben Yosef, and the Vilna Gain says that Rabbeinu Tam is within Rashi. What does it mean Rabbeinu Tam is within Rashi? It means that even the mantra we're talking about Rabbi Nachman, that that Indian, which is called your Heshtadlis, your effort, your Avoid, which is called Rashi Tvilin, <coughs> within that is also the Rabbanu Shum doing it. And you're able to accomplish that job of realigning yourself with Tfilah in a way of Haskel Vedeo. I see that the Haskel Vedeo, I see, is behind the scenes of your Chachma, your Gvura, of your Aisher. And so the whole seeker of, of the Vilna Gain and his and the Indian of Mashiach ben Yosef surviving is to show how Rabbeinu Tam Tfilin, which is the Indian of Mashiach ben David, the Indian of Tfilin, the Indian of Haskel Vedeo, it's just the Rabbeinu Shalom, it's not my Chachma, it's not my anything. That itself is, is, the, is, the, is, is behind the scenes of even Rashi. Even when a person is, therefore, even in, when a person is tasked to do the mission of Rashi Tfilin, which is Mashiach ben Yosef, which is fix your life and realign your life and find truth and you know, and fix yourself. Within that, and, and the way I'm going to do that, Avaida, is, is, is through Rabbeinu Tam. So Rabbeinu Tam is within Rashi Tfilin. It's how Rashi gets his job done, is that's him through Rabbeinu Tam Tfilin. So that's the secret of the Vilna Gain, that you don't have to wear Rabbeinu Tam Tfilin, because Rashi Tfilin is, is also Rabbeinu Tam Tfilin. It's the same in. You can't not to separate the two, not to have the separation between Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben Yosef. The Rizal said to wear Rashi Vina Tam, like I mentioned last night, he, the Rizal really said to wear it at the same time. You know, okay, so, you know, some people don't, see them don't, and so on, so we wear Rashi and then Rabbeinu Tam. But, uh, but really, it's supposed to be. The Rizal says it's to wear Rashi Vina Tam at the same time, because you can't not to be Mechalik between the two. That Mashiach ben Yosef, which is called Heshtadlas and Avoida, of Chachma, Gvura, and Ashiras, which is Rashi Tvilin, itself should not be disconnected from Rabbeinu Tam with what's fueling it, the, 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 uh, the, the mechanism through which a person, the Mashiach ben Yosef does his job is itself through the, the tools of Mashiach ben David, Rabbeinu Tam Tvilin is contained within Rashi Tvilin. Anyway, so <coughs> with all that being said, let's, uh, let's move on. Let's be able to finish the piece by Hashem Yisbar. So, Okay, so the last thing we were up to is uh, 
was a Vizesh Am Rabba Barbachana. So it's, uh, I don't know if we all have the same print, maybe. So it's on page Bezim et al, the left, the left column, the second paragraph. Vizesh Am Rabba Barbachana. So again, so after all of this, so again, now we could, based on this Torah, we can sort of re, we could learn a, a story in the Gemara from Rabba Barbachana, and we could teach it based on the Torah that we've, that we've just learned. Again, just to, just to say, say succinctly, again, what we've seen is, is that the, the davening of Mashiach ben, ben Yosef doing his avoidance through davening means, like we saw before, it means that recreating the entire neshama, recreating the entire world, your entire world, which is yourself, recreating all of that through tefillah in a way that uh, the problem never started from the beginning. So again, like we said before, there's a, whatever the issue is that Mashiach ben Yosef has to fix, there's a way of just fixing it. And the, but that's Midas Adin. The way of Rachamim is to just start from the beginning. Like Rav Nachman always used to say, to start from the beginning again and again and again. That eats itself. Rav Nachman used to say, of like constantly starting over again, that's Mamish descending also, of Mashiach ben Yosef, which is fixing one's life. But to fix one's life in this way of Rachamim, which is not to fix the problem, but to start again and recreate yourself in a way that you don't have the problem. And so that's 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 that eight. It's all connected with this Indian of uh, of Mashiach ben Yosef doing his job through tefillah. And so once the person is then recreated, and like we said before, for that to happen on an individual level or a collective level with the coming of Mashiach, it takes a lot of time. And one tefillah might not be good enough, but you have to believe that every tefillah is the is 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 adding pieces and building blocks to your new self. And when your new self, like in the womb, is fully developed, then it's able to be born. But you can't, uh, you can't, you can't push it, so to speak. It has to. It takes time. If it's just if you do the the direct approach of just fixing something, okay, so you fix it, finish. But if you're taking this approach of Rachman, of really recreating yourself through tefillah, it takes time because every tefillah adds another element of who you are, and you're not just addressing that particular issue. You're you're creating the entirety of who you are. That takes, that takes time. And like we saw before, that the, this, this takes connecting to Moshe Rabbeinu, the tzaddik, the generation that knows how to put all the pieces together and to recreate a neshama and to recreate the person through tefillah. And so once the person is then recreated, that's a full you know, realignment of the self. That's the Mashiach ben Yosef. And then you can move on to the era of Mashiach ben David, which is like completely acknowledging that it was just all the Rabbanishim from the very beginning. Like even this Avaida of Mashiach ben Yosef, who's giving the job over to Hashem, it's still, at least I did that. Once you do that, then you could allow yourself to go into Mashiach ben David, which is Emes Lamitai, which is like, well, the whole thing was not me, like, well, the whole thing. So like Mashiach ben Yosef means Ashtadlis, it means effort, it means your Avaida. Mashiach ben David means it was older Banish Lailam. So what we've seen until now is that Mashiach ben Yosef can do his job in a way of tefillah, which is minimizing his ishtadlis. I'm not even, I'm just davening that the Rabbanishim should do it. But the ultimate Mashiach ben David is that once you do that, then you can get to the next Madrega, which is like, even my tefillah is not me. Like it's, it's bechlal not me. It's older Rabbanish That's Mamish Spitz, the height of Mashiach ben David, where it's like Mamish bechlal, bechlal not me. So that's what we're going to see in this piece. Okay, V'zeo Shem Rabba Let's see the Gemara. <laughs> so you see on the left side, Mamish, is, uh, he just quotes the Gemara. So we'll see the Gemara. Let's just first see the Gemara, and then we'll see how he touches it. Rabbi Rabbi said one time he was traveling in a boat. And he said, Rabbi Rabbi says that when he was going in this boat, and he saw this whale, this huge fish, that was sort of sitting in the ocean, and and uh, sand accumulated on its back, 
to such a degree that there is actually grass growing on its back. And Savrini Yaveshtu, we didn't know it was a whale, we thought it was an island. So what happened? Vesalkinan. So says, so we, uh, you know, we, we parked the boat, you know, uh, on this, so to speak, island. And uh, we got off the boat, we went on the island. Vafinan, we baked, and we cooked. We had a whole, uh, you know, a whole, a, whole, a whole fire over there. The Karcham Agave, and then when the fish felt the heat from the fire that we were making, so it got a little bit too hot. So it's hapech, so it just flipped over. And then we realized it wasn't an island, it was a, it was a, it was a fish. And if it wasn't for the fact that we were so close to the boat, Habitavina, we would have drowned. That's the nice Rabbi Khan. Okay, so Pili Point. Okay, so what, what, what type of story is this? Okay, so says Rabbi Nachman So this is where Rabbi is talking about. Again, he sees we're in a boat and we see this fish. Rabbi Nachman says like this In our Golos, the Rabbana Shalman Golos is described as hiding his face, right? His face is, is hidden. Like it says in Pasuk, that doesn't says you, you've hid your face. What does Hashem's face mean? Hashem's face means rachamim and good things. But Hashem turned his face around. Which is unfortunately now that we experience me this Hadin. And really, all the davening the Jewish people ever do is really this Indian that we should be zeichet to rachamim and not then. Right? That's what all tefillahs are. A person is going through something difficult, it means there's a mitzvah din in the person's life. So what are really are you davening for? That it should be rachamim. So that means that ba'aymek, 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 what are we always davening for? That there shouldn't be mitzvah din. That mitzvah din, whatever needs to be accomplished with mitzvah din, it should be accomplished with rachamim. So that means that ba'aymek, ba'aymek, what are, all, what are, what are our tefillahs about? Really that Mashiach ben Yosef should just do his job with rachamim. That's really what we're doing. Because we're not asking that this din should, be, should, 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 be, should disappear. We all know that there's such a thing as this din. So what do we want Rachman? What does it mean to want Rachman? It means that whatever this din needs to accomplish, it should be Rachman. That's what it means Gula. And that's what it means Mashiach ben Yosef doing his job through Rachman with, with Tefillah. So really, that's all the Tefillahs that we ever daven, is this any that Mashiach ben Yosef shouldn't die. That's really all of our Tefillahs. The Mashiach ben Yosef should accomplish his job which is what din has to accomplish, but it should accomplish it <coughs> And all of our tefillahs are, are really about this. That Hashem turned His back, so to speak, to us, and all we experience in this din. And we want that it should be rachamim. That Hashem should return His face to us. Like we say, like the Pesach is in Tillin, that Dov Mel says, like, turn to me, put your face to me. Or, or like it says in, in, by Birchus Kahanim, Yar Hashem Panov, that Hashem should illuminate his face. And that's all that means. Face means Rachamim. should be good. So that's what we're davening for. We're davening for always. That, that, that's the Chiddush. We're always davening for Mashiach. Whatever it is that person's davening for, it might seem like you're davening for a particular thing. But really... The reason why that particular thing in your life is messed up is because, because there's a general medicine in the world, which is because Mashiach is in here. So really what you're davening for is Mashiach. And really what you're davening for is not that the medicine should go away, because we understand that there's medicine there's a reason why the Rebbe does things. But we're davening that it should be Barachimim, that Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David should be one. That's what we want. But the problem is, that's very often why our davening doesn't seem to work right away. Because really what we're davening for is much bigger than that particular moment. Whether you write, like it or not, that's not what you're davening for. You're davening for the big picture. And if the big picture takes time for the big picture to happen, Barachimim, the whole system has to be rebuilt in a gula way behind the scenes. 
like we were talking about before, but the individual person is true in the collective. So, so really, every single one of our tefillahs, we might say the words that it's about the Boni Chaim But really, it's about Mashiach. And really what we're asking for is that Mashiach should come, Barachimim. And for Mashiach to come, Barachimim, means the whole system has to be rebuilt behind the scenes, you know, in a, in a Guladika way. And then when it's ready, it'll emerge. So every tefillah is, is just adding a piece to that collective rebuilding. And that's why it takes a long time. So very often, if a person sees Gala is taking a long time, and every single day we daven, and it seems that we're not answered, and therefore there could be never some yidin, that they'll make the following mistake, that all the tefillahs are a waste of time. Some people make, might make that mistake. But a person has to know it's not true. That kol that every single tefillah person davens, the tzaddikim of every generation, the Moshe Rabbeinu, who puts all the pieces of the Mishkan together, Moshe Rabbeinu, the generation, he ma'alam uplifts those tefillahs, and erects them, like Moshe put the Mishkan together. It takes time. So people donated for the Mishkan. They also didn't see the you know, the, the Paris right away. It took time because it's not just your coin. It has to be all the coins of the Jewish people melded together and put together in a proper way. So it takes time. Umal and Maishar Rabbeinu puts all the pieces together. and rebuilds the Shechina, rebuilds the world in a Geulatika way, slowly but surely. And so that's, again, Mashiach ben Yosef, but in the way of Rachimim, until the whole structure is built. Then Mashiach comes, and Mashiach, then, then it's shown that the whole thing was was being built the whole time. And then Moshe Mashiach will come and uh, erect it properly and show the whole thing was being built. Okay, so that's the background. That's the meaning of the story. We saw a fish. The fish means the Moshe Rabbeinu of the generation, the giant whale. Moshe Rabbeinu, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu Yeshua was, you know, Yeshua's, uh, Yeshua's Benun, right? Yeshua's Moshe's Talmud. Yeshua's, who, who, is, who is Yeshua's father? So Nun, right? Yeshua Nun. But you know, Chazal say that a Talmud, who, if you teach Torah to someone, your Talmud is like a child. So Nun was, was Yeshua Nun's biological father, but Nun also must represent his spiritual father, Moshe. The word Nun means fish. Nun Yama. So Yeshua Nun, Moshe Rabbeinu is called, is called the great fish, the one that knows how to navigate in the hidden secrets of Tyre. That's, uh, that's uh, the great fish. That's why the Mesnagid, who is the anti-Moshe, is Para, right? Para is, the, Para is called the Hasnin HaGadol, the great serpent of the sea. He's the, 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 the crocodile of the sea, the Hasnin HaGadol. So Moshe Rabbeinu is his Elu that. So Moshe Rabbeinu is the Tzadik Hadar, the Tzadik Hadar is the fish. Hanikra dog, Tzadikhinis Moshe Mashiach. So what happens? So Rabbi Barachan is going in this boat and he sees this fish, the Yosef Lechal Salgabe, and all the sand is accumulating on this fish's back. What's the sand? Hainu Tfilas. So all the tefillahs of the generations of the Jewish people is just being put on the back of Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's why it's on the back of, of the back of the fish, because all of our tefillahs are about the Indian of the back. The Moshe Rabbeinu, that the Rabbani Shalom turns his back to us, and we're trying to get the fish to turn over. We're trying to get the, to get the Rabbani Shalom to turn over, and that's, uh, that's the symbolism of the, the sand. Every sand is just a little, little, tiny, tiny little piece. It's one tefillah, right? But it all accumulates and accumulates and accumulates, to create an environment that a person, that things can grow and things can develop. But it's all come, it all comes from little tiny little granules. So every tefillah, every shakras min every little, you know, yihiratsam, whatever it is, it's another little thing. And what are the tefillahs all about? The ending of the back. 
It's the sitting of the back, and, and it's the achrais of the, of the fish, of Moshe Rabbeinu, to put all these granules of sand together. And what happens? And Yosfaleh, Hainu, the Aviyah Samishkin al Moshe, all the sand went to the back of the fish, which is again this Indian of all the pieces of the Mishkan, so to speak, going to Moshe Rabbeinu. Again, you have to connect all of your tefillahs to the tzaddik of the generation. The Kadchilei Agama. <coughs> and what happened? Uh, grasses began to grow out of the soil, out of the sand that accumulated on the fish's back. That means the neshamas that are becoming, that are, that are, that are, that are rebuilding themselves through the tefillahs and through the avayda. Again, in this way of Mashiach ben Yosef, <coughs> again, rebuilding, fixing neshamas, but fixing neshamas through tefillah, that's what's going on over here. Every neshama is considered, is called the blade of grass, as we're going to see. And the blade of grass grow healthfully out of that sand. It grows out of that sand on the back of the great fish. So in other words, that's what's going on. This is being described over here. Neshama is becoming, becoming healthy and growing and developing. Not only not this, through tefillah. That tefillah can be a way of fixing yourself. Instead of me this then. So he says, how do I know neshamas are called, are called uh, grasses? So he says, again, the grasses grew on its back. It means the neshamas that are healthfully growing through tefillah. Like we saw the Pasuk before, the young maidens you know, are following after her. In other words, the neshamas are being, are being healthfully reconstituted and, re, and recreated in a, in, a, in a perfected way, which is Mashiach ben Yosef's job in a way of tefillah, in a way of rachamim. Neshamas are called grasses. We say this by the Haggadah, that Hashem compares the Jewish people to grasses sprouting out of the ground. <coughs> That's why Rabbi Nachman, by the way, has a tire in one place. It's one of the, deeper, one of the more difficult tires. He says that there's an Indian of davening outside in the fields so you can daven along with all the grasses. So it was a sitting like that. It's, it's coming from this idea that, that every grass is, is a bechin of a neshama. So you want to daven. You want to daven with, uh, with all the neshamas. That's the idea. So again, so that's what they see over there. Savrin and Yaveshtahu. And we thought, said Rabbi Chana, and we, saw, we thought this was Mamish dry land. Hainu Shatfilas Enam Isa Paris. What does it mean, dry land? In other words, Rabbi Chana says, he's, he, he's, he's, he's going through the process of the mistake that some people would make. He's like, what's it accomplished? Davening, 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 and it's still on its back. It's dry land. It's not nothing's. Even though we just said before that grasses are growing, so maybe you see a little bit of growth and a little bit of development through tefillah. But lamaisa, you know, the bunny chaim is still not here. It's lamaisa. So I guess a little bit better, you know, so you can hold on to something. Epis, there's a blade of grass coming out of it. But it's still dry land. But the truth is, it's not dry land. The truth is, it is accomplishing. <clears throat> rather, so that's where Rabbi Khan is, 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 is bimichazik himself. I thought it was dry land, but Rabbi Khan says, but no, I've bimichazik myself, it's not true. We're going to cook on it, we're going we're gonna to bake on it, we're going to do all that stuff on it. What does that mean? It means that we have to believe that all the tefillahs ascend and all the tefillahs are accomplished. And the more we, more we daven, we're, we're building the Shekhinah more and more, we're, we're rebuilding the world in a better way more and more, we're rebuilding ourselves more and more, and we're preparing the world to come together with Hashem. That's the meaning of cooking and baking on this ground. When we talk about cooking and baking, that's a preparation for, for eating, right? So you, how do you eat? First you have to cook and bake the food. 
Again, we know eating is a code word for connection, for, for yichud between a chasen and a kala. Mm-hmm. In Tanakh, it's called eating. Like it says, the food that he eats. And that's a, in, that, in the context of the Pasuk over there, it's referring to a husband and wife. So, in other words, let's, go, let's take a step back. So, eating, therefore, represents a full connection to Hashem. But in order for that to happen, you have to bake and you have to cook first. So in other words, what does cooking and baking in this context mean? It means recreating the neshama in a way that it's able to, to be healthy and well and come close to Hashem. That takes time. So Rabbi Rechana says, I thought this, it looks to me like dry land. It doesn't look like it's accomplishing much. But Rabbi Rechana says, no, but I'm mechazik myself with Amuna. I have to believe in davening. And I just believe that this is the environment that's cooking and baking the food. And when it's fully cooked and fully baked, I'll be able to eat. But that's, that's what davening is. So I don't see the pears right away. I Maybe the most I see are a few like grasses here and there. I'm not seeing much of the pears, but I have to believe that this is the process of how the food is developed, how the connection between a Jew and the Rabbanish Lailam is developed, that you have to rebuild yourself. And to rebuild yourself, it takes time. Which comes through much davening. And, through the, and when the time is right, when, when all the, well, and all the accumulative tefillahs are, are finished and all the food is fully cooked and fully baked, so then the fish will turn around. Then the, the, ba- the front will appear and that will be the coming of Mashiach. Will be, will be switched over to Mashiach. And that's the meaning of the next, day, next part of the story. When the back became very hot, in other words, okay, we're finished cooking, then what? In other words, now it's time for Mashiach to show itself. So So then the front of the fish became shown. The fish flipped over. So that's that's Gavaldic. So that's the whole story, right? That's the whole story. That Rabbi Chana is, again, he's describing the process of davening and what it feels like when davening doesn't seem to be answered. And all you're doing is putting a little, another piece of sand on the back of the tzaddik, but it's like, it doesn't seem to accomplish anything. And every once in a while, a person will say, no, but your mom is different from your davening. I see that your mom is growing from it. And you're thinking to yourself, it's a blade of grass. Lamaisa, I have a lot more issues. Like, it's not, you know, I, end, I appreciate the chizik, a blade of grass. Lamaisa, I need more. So Rabbi Chana says, but I was mechazik myself, that even though I don't see my davening get answered, what's happening right now? It's cooking. It's cooking. It's cooking. The geula, the yichud between me and Hashem, it's cooking. It's just not ready yet. And when it's ready... And it's very hot, you know, from from old hachanis. When it's the right time, then the fish will turn over and we'll be able to have this rachem and miskavaldik. But what was the end of the story? And he said, and if it wasn't for the fact that we were close to the boat, we would have drowned. What does that mean? So it's a good ending. So what does this little? Ed? So he says like this: If we weren't close to the boat, then we would have drowned. Hainu. This is the this the, that last sentence is now ushering us into Mashiach ben David. Because what's Mashiach ben David? Mashiach ben David is to realize that it was all the Rabbanu Shalom from the very beginning. In others, again, let's go back. What's Mashiach ben Yosef? You're a Vayda, you're a Shtadlis. What's Rabbi Nachman trying to do with this whole Torah? To minimize your Shtadlis, to give it over to Hashem more and more and more. So what was it until now? It means it's still me, and I'm still waging a war, but at least I'm waging a war through tefillah. But now, ultimately, when you finish that job, then you enter into Mashiach ben David. What's Mashiach ben David? None, even, even the war through tefillah was not me. It was Rabbi Nishalom himself who put the words of tefillah in my mouth. So everything until Hashem Tiftach is you. It's you in a very nice way. It's davening, it's gavaldic, but it's still epis you. 
But the ultimate, ultimate thing is that everything I've done until now, even with this Rachamim, even through Tefillah, it was Hashem Svasei Teftach. If it wasn't for the boat, we would have drowned. What does that mean if it wasn't for the boat? So Nachman says, Hi, you know, the meaning of this is like the Pasuk says in Yeshai, Lamani, Lamani, Essazai. Hashem says, I'm going to do it. The Pasuk over there is talking about Mashiach coming, right? And Hashem is describing over there in the Navi how he's going to send us into Golas and we're going to have to deal with Golas. And Hashem says, You're eventually going to come out of Golas. And you know how you're going to come out of Golas? Lamani, Lamani, Essazai. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm doing it for myself. It looks like it's going to be you, and I'm asking you to do your job, but you should know deep down. And when Mashiach comes, it's going to be Mashiach Mandavid is going to show. It was always me from the very beginning. Kadis of Medrash. Like it says in the Medrash, it's a good thing. The Medrash says, It says in Pasuk, Hashem says, who, who, who gave me the down payment that I should uh, give you the loan, or I should give you the, the merchandise? What does that mean? That's the Pasuk. What does that mean? So it says Hashem, does anyone ever, so the measure says, Hashem says, does anyone ever make a mezuzah before they have a house? No, it doesn't make any sense. First you have a house, and then you make a mezuzah. So it's like, who gave you the house? The Rabbanu Shalom gave you the house. But, but the Rabbanu Shalom is such a bachas, he doesn't demand that you give him a mezuzah first. So it's like the whole thing, the whole thing that the Rabbanu Shalom demands is avayda. Like you have to do something. What's your avayda? And build a mezuzah. Yeah, that's your avayda. But, but the, the whole thing was because the Rabbanu Shalom first gave you a house. This, the whole thing is from the Rabbanu Shalom to begin with. Yes, after he gives you a house, he asks you to put a mezuzah on it. But Hashem never, makes, never demands the down payment first. He doesn't demand that you have a mezuzah and then he'll give you the house. Because it's, it's all rachamim. It's all rachamim. Nimsa, so he says, well, what it means is like this. It means that the ultimate gilu of Mashiach ben David is to realize that all the ma'asim taivim that we have, and all the tefillas, everything that Mashiach ben Yosef is being piled rachamim. So it's all gavaldik, it's all rachamim. But Be'emes Blamitai, Hakol Me'itai was all from the Rabbanu Shalom himself. The Rabbanu Shalom himself was the one to put the tefillahs in the mouth of Mashiach ben Yosef. So even Mashiach ben Yosef is trying to minimize his eshtadlis, but even, even with the minimization of his eshtadlis, he's not getting it. Because the Eketachlis is to realize, Lamani, Lamani, Yesesais. The Rabbanu Shalom is doing it all. And that's really Mashiach ben David. Vein rei lachshav l'kabal schar al shum dover. And a person therefore should, really shouldn't expect to get any schar for anything. It's like, what are we doing anyway? It's all the Rabbanu Shalom. He gives us the house. He gives us the mezuzah. No, we get schar. That's because Hashem is also kind. So he also gives us schar, you know? It's like when Avram Avinu you know, defeated the four kings. So he was worried, you know, such nisim took place to him. So maybe his, his merit has been decreased. So what does Hashem say to Avram Avinu? Altir Avram, don't worry. Schar we have a lot of schar. So what does that mean? It means a lot, meaning, taka, your schar was minimized, but there's a lot more? Like, don't worry about like. The answer is, Hashem saying to Avram Avinu, like, don't, don't think of our relationship in that way of like, you know, you've been docked for X amount. It's all me anyway. <laughs> it's all me. Like, I'm, the whole thing is, uh, is a galacht. I give you the house, I give you the mezuzah, I give you everything. Uh, less schar. I, 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 I give you schar for nothing also. Schar char of my, is also nishka So uh, That's Mashiach ben David. So he says, Vafal <clears> pi. <throat> So even if it might seem that it's through our tefillahs and through our mice and toivim and our Torah, that's how Gula is going to happen. That's, and that's, how, that's what motivates Mashiach ben Yosef. You understand? That's what motivates Mashiach ben Yosef gets out of bed in the morning because he wants Gula to happen and Gula only happens if he puts an effort. He wants to minimize the Hadin, so he does his effort through tefillah. But that's what gets him out of bed knowing that it's up to him. But once he gets out of bed and he does his avoida, <coughs> then he gets the Shemin and he realizes, Hashem's supposed to
Hashem's supposed to tiftach, it was a rabbanishum from the beginning. Afal pikins, even though it seems that it was through your hashtadlis, tzrichaman anachnu chazda, we always need Hashem's chesed. Chazda yigal isanu, it's Hashem's chesed that's going to take us out of Golas. That's the meaning. Eloi mikarevis svinta. If the boat wasn't close, we would have drowned. What does the boat mean? Zebachinas chesed. The boat means chesed. The Gemara says that people that are sailors are most most of them are chesidim. What does it mean? The most chesidim because they have they're they're living in such uh, you know their their life is always hanging in the balance. They're not on solid solid ground. Any moment of a storm comes or a wave comes, it's finished. So they're chesidim. What does it mean chesidim? It means they're completely like. It's all the Rabbanish Shlaylam, because they, they, there's nothing for, that, for them to hold on to. There's no, they, they're not on solid ground. So Safanim says the Gemara, the sailors, Reuben Chassidim. They're mostly Chassidim. Most of them are Chassidim. So what does it mean, the boat over here? So the boat represents that mentality of a sailor, which is, it's Mamish the Rabbanish Shlaylam. And if it wasn't for the fact that I was close to that boat and others, if it wasn't for my Hakara, that it's all the Rabbanish Shlaylam, Mamish would have drowned in the ocean of my own Ishtadlis, in the ocean of my own ego, like uh, that—that's how I'm. That's how I'm going to be saved because of Hashem's Chesed. The Eloi Chazda. If it wasn't for Hashem's Chesed, Tavina Chazda from Golas, we might be be drowning in Golas. So if it wasn't, we have to be. So even though the whole story of Rechana is a, the story of Hishtadlos, and Hishtadlos be this Harachimim, which is to daven, you know, it, it, to to to, to re, rebuild yourself, Barachimim, which is all very very nice. But the very, very end of it is, Lamaisa, it's all Hashem's Chesed from the very beginning, and you have to be close to the boat. And if it wasn't for Hashem's Chesed, which is the boat, we might uh, be drowned, we'd be lost at sea. The Zapir, let's finish off. This is also, the, the, the whole Torah began with a Pasuk. Hashem said to Moshe, Emer al Kahana bin Aaron, tell the Kahanim, the children of Aaron, the Martelim, and tell them, Lenefesh Leitam Ba'amav, not to become contaminated. To a corpse, right? That's how the Torah started, which is all the, which is again everything we're talking about. Really, again, just uh, the ending of, of a corpse of death means Mashiach ben Yosef dying, and the whole Torah over here is Moshe Rabbeinu telling the Kahanim and the and the Bnei Aaron, who are the ones that do the Avodah in the Beis Hamikdash, who are the Daveners, that you have to do your Avodah, and also the Kahanim are Bechina of Mashiach ben Yosef. Yosef Atzadik is beautiful, and the Kahanim wear. Begadim, that make them beautiful, the Kavod of Sepharis, they can't be Bali Mumen, and the Beis HaMikdash, so the Kuhuna is very much associated with Yosef HaTzadik. And so the Tzadikim that are Yosef HaTzadik, the Meshich ben Yosef, uh, that's why it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a coincidence that the Kahanim are also the ones to work in the Beis HaMikdash, which is Bechinas Tefillah. So the Kahanim do their Avaida through Tefillah. And Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Kahanim, don't become Tommy to a corpse. Don't die. In other words, Meshach Yosef has to live on forever. And the way Meshach Yosef lives on forever is not doing it himself, but by giving the job over to Hashem, by having it accomplished through tefillah, everything we're talking about. Uh, that Rabbeinu Tam tefillah is within Rashi tefillah. So let's just finish off the, 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 the Torah over here very quickly. And that's the meaning of the Pasuk, Emar al Talk to the Kahanim. Bechinas tefillah. That's a reference to davening. Like it says in Pasuk, Hashem, you've, uh, that, that, that Moshe says to the Jewish people, you've established Hashem as the, as the, as the, 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 the singular entity in your life. That's the word Hamarta. Even though the word Amira we always associate with, with, with speaking, but the word Hamarta in that Pasuk means establishing as a single-minded focus. So Emmer means 
give them tefillah. Emor al-Kahanim, the Kahanim, or the world of Mashiach ben Yosef, give them tefillah. Mashiach Rabbeinu, give them the world of davening. Emor al-Kahanim. And Kahanim, him bechinas Torah. Kahanim are Mashiach ben Yosef, which is a world of learning, which is like your own ishtalus, your own kaifas, and so on. Bechinas neshamas kanal. And the, 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 like your, your own neshama and, your, and you know, the, the, the building blocks that you need to, to, to build your neshamas through Torah. And that has to be rebuilt through tefillah. The, the, the womb within which the neshama is rebuilt is tefillah. So, emar al kahanim, give tefillah over to the ones that their world is Torah and ishtadlis. Meshech Yosef, give them tefillah. That they should accomplish what they have to accomplish through tefillah. And then it says, who are these kahanim? B'nei Aaron. They're the sons of Aaron. Aaron bechinas mishpat. Aaron means justice, the middle, right? Remember, we, we spoke about this last week, that the way to... Davin in the way of Mashiach ben Yosef is always to remain in the center column, to be in that way of Mishpat, which means to give tzedakah before davening, and then Shmir Sabris, and so on, right? And focus the, focusing the mind, that's Das, Kmashakasav, and that's what Aaron is, that's, that, that, then the puzzle, again, so Emra kind of means give him davening. And what does a Mashiach ben Yosef take a davening look like? It looks like B'nai Aaron. It looks like a davening that comes from Aaron. What is Aaron? Aaron means Mishpat. It means the middle column. Venos, because it says in Pasuk, Venos Aaron is Mishpat B'nai Yisrael, that Aaron should carry the Mishpat of the Jewish people. You know, so Aaron is associated with Mishpat. Mishpat means the middle column. And that's a type of tefillah that the Mashiach ben Yosef has to daven. And again, that's why this is all being, this is all, being said by Maishar Rabbeinu, that Maishar Rabbeinu is the one to give this over, because all tefillah has to be, it's all, it's all Maishar Rabbeinu is the one that unites these two worlds of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David, and he's the one that gives, that puts all the pieces together, Vuyakim is a mishkan, Pirish, and that's the meaning of the next Pasuk, it says again, Emer al-Kahana b'nei Aharon, v'amar t'aleim, and then tell them, tell them what, you already said, so Chazal say, l'hazer g'daylam al-Katanim, that v'amar means, that besides telling the, the older kahanim this halacha, the older kahanim should then tell the younger kahanim. Lahazer gedolim al katanim. Hainu tzadik hador shuluchinus meishim or hagadol. It means that the great tzadik, the meishim rabbein of the generation, yazir v'yores at tefilah shuluchinus mar hakadon. Means that the great light, which is meishim, should illuminate the smaller lights, which are the tefilahs of every single Jew. So lahazer gedolim. The word lahazer doesn't just mean to warn. Zayir means to light, to illuminate. Lahazer gedolim al katanim. That the that the, uh, the Kahanim are being given this job of davening, and davening in the way of Mashiach ben Yosef, which is Aharon, which is Mishpat, the middle column, and Vamarta Eleim, and through this process, the great light, which is called Maisha, Lahazer Gedolim Alakatanim, the smaller lights, which is every little candle, every little Mishama, every little tefillah, will be illuminated through the great light of Maisha Rabbeinu, and he'll put all the pieces together in order to produce. Uh, a fully developed neshama, a fully developed world, which will be, uh, which will be, the, which will be geula. And the culmination of the pasuk is lenefesh leitam ba'amav, not to become contaminated to a dead body. Hainu aydei shmir sabris kanal. That's a reference to shmir sabris. Kamuva bizarre, like the zara says, ikar the yitzrabisha al urian that the 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 of the eight zahara is is about arayas. The card misavus, and that's the source of all tumma. So that's what it's saying over here that the key is to be a Mashiach ben Yosef and to begin this whole avoda is not to contaminate yourself 
In other words, not to become, not to be plagued in the bris, and then you need a bris. So, because bris, when you, when a person shemir the bris, then you could enter into this avoid of Mashiach ben Yosef davening. Because otherwise, you're not, you're not in the world of Mashiach ben Yosef. That's the that's the entrance into the middle column is through the mid of Yisrael. And then just again sewing this up back to the beginning of the Torah, and this is the this is the bechina of tihilasi echatim lach that Hashem that Davnach says that my tefillah, that my praise to you Hashem is connected to my nose, achatim lach hareach. We saw this before in the beginning of the Torah. Keikar hareach toy betahara smell, which is the nose, it has to do with tahara, with purity. Like the Gemara says in Saita, tahara that when tahara was bottle. Then good smells were also bottle. Like the Gemara says a story. That the Gemara says one amayr. It's all we don't have time, and it's very very late. But one amayr says that he smells a beautiful smell and amr on a person and amr and the and the amayr said about that person that he smelled a good smell. Obviously, you're you're a kardik a person. So that's the meaning of the That after all of this. By the tefillah itself will be shining with that light of Shmir Sabris, which is the Indian of a good smell. And why, by having a good smell, by having a good nose, entering into that avoid of Shmir Sabris, of the Sheikh Ben Yosef, and then davening as a Sheikh Ben Yosef personality, that's what it means to bring Gul Barachman. Okay, it's a, it's a very, very deep Torah. As Hashem will be able to uh, go into the next deep Torah, as Hashem, next time. All right, we should be, we should be Zachat of Gul Barachman. That's the Iker. Gul Barachman.